Welcome back, Marys. Uh, this is Johnny and Colin. Hi, Marys. And we are going to dive in to Untucked and all the amazing conversations that unfolded this week in the other half of the show that RuPaul and the producers say, if you're not watching, you're only getting half the story. And I girl. think- Girl. <laughs> girl. Thank you, Gigi Devane. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's so true this week, especially. Yeah. Because- Otherwise, we wouldn't see this yeah. if we weren't watching Untucked. Yeah. Now, Mary's, of course, you know at this point, you're listening to Nuance, which is the All Right Mary After Show. That's this right. is where we dive a little deeper. Um, and couldn't think of a more appropriate thing to dive deeper into mm-hmm. um, is, yeah, I mean, what went down in Untucked? Sure. What started to go down in the workroom. And then I think because in the workroom, it was, it was one version of this story. And then it got peeled back and untucked. And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. This is a whole other story. Right. And it, I, I'm i so excited to kind of really unpack this because I think this was um, – this has potential to be one of the more impactful moments in the series. Oh, the whole yeah. Show. For the series. One of the most truthful moments sure. I think we've seen. And I know it's so early to like make a hyperbolic statement about something that just came out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've seen – this kind of issue called out so clearly and in the moment. Oh my God. Talk about meta and talk about season 10 referencing itself. Yeah. Yeah. They're referencing fan reactions and, Mm -hmm. and actual real people that are watching. They're, they're breaking Mm -hmm. the fourth wall here. Vixen is opening up this idea, Mm -hmm. this concept Uh, of the optics. Yeah. Do you want to, do do you want to define that for our Marys? I mean, you know, the way that I, no pun intended, the way I see it, I mean, the (laughs) optics are, there's what's happening in this situation. There's the raw material of what's happening in the situation. And then there is the way that people will interpret this, and perceive it. And perceive it both from what, however it's edited to what is portrayed in the moment versus what's not seen in the moment to what perceptions people are bringing to exactly. what they're seeing. The narratives the that they know, right? I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I the, the quote that Vixen says, I think it's important to bring this up. She says to Aquaria, you have created a narrative. And I think I want to bring that up first, even though it jumps ahead a little bit, because I think that's potentially a sticking point. Because I would imagine there might be some Marys who are feeling like they might be feeling more the narrative that the Vixen came in ready to fight. And now she's like, oh, but now then now she's acting like, oh, but everyone's going to see me as just like angry. But isn't she bringing it on herself by fighting with everyone? That's, I think, a narrative a lot of people might. Sure. Right. Like, oh, well, she came in saying she was going to fight. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, she she started it between Aquarian and Cracker. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I get that. I understand that point of view. Yeah. And I understand where that... I certainly don't think that Vixen should have inserted herself between Aquaria and Cracker. Mm-hmm. Do, am I going to silence her when she does it? No, she's no. on a reality show. She's making it interesting. She's like, no, we're not going to be a, a, a season of somebody's. Yeah. I think that's more interesting. Yeah. And also what some, honestly, what the queer community needs to start doing yeah. is stop being so vague and start having conversations with each other. Sure. These, this young queen, Aquaria, had a problem with Cracker. It's like, you need to learn how to communicate when you have a problem with somebody instead of talking about them behind their back yeah. and telling in, on national television that they stole your drag yeah. and that's why they're on this TV show in so many words. Right. Right, exactly. Like that's a problem. And yeah. I and I, I I think I've come around on this issue where I think it it Vixen is doing a service mm-hmm. in a sense to to the queens that were watching. It's like, sure, there could have been plenty other ways for her to approach this, mm-hmm. right? 
maybe that's not for me to critique. It's for me to be like, well, I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this and I would have mm-hmm. done this. It's like, well, okay, well, I'm not her. Right. Okay. But she did do it. And Aquarius reaction is another thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you got called out. Then fess up, girl. Yeah. I or think, backpedal like Blair, you yeah, know? Sure, sure. I, I think that a lot of people place this at the vixen's feet and might hear something like you've created this narrative as pushing off the responsibility. And I want to stick on that point because she's right. Aquaria, Aquaria has the power and the privilege to create this narrative. Okay. Because she can just pull that card like being able to just oh you're saying you're confronting me you're challenging me i'm just gonna start crying you're so mean that's such a back pocket card you're being mean to me you're yeah. bullying me yeah that is uh that's a like a you know you you an escape button you know what mm-hmm. i mean like you know you just kind of blast off with a parachute um a white parachute right tears um, aren't a weapon no right and, tears should be a sense of release mm-hmm. you know and so i think that i want to stick on that because i think that that's what Aquaria did in that situation was she led the Vixen. We saw this in the first episode that the Vixen kind of got led down a path, mm-hmm. right? She basically did it again. She led the Vixen down a path and then pulled the patch. Right. Do I think Aquaria did it on purpose? No. 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 That's not what we're saying. No. But, but we're saying what, that this narrative happens all the time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's not that, the, not that the Aquario was doing this on purpose. This is what happens all the time. And it's important to call that out because to your point, we're not going to get any further if we're talking about each other behind, you know, behind backs. If we're pulling this card, we're not going to advance the conversation if we keep pulling these tricks. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so I... I wanted to highlight that because I think that's really important and why this needed to get played out. It's not that the vixen was being hypocritical. It's that she was pointing out that if because she reacted, she like she's kind of pigeonholed. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like she's not allowed to react when, when you look at the facts and Monet calls this out, when you look at the facts, she had every right to react. Right. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't in the wrong. Yeah. But as soon as Aquarius starts crying, the vixen looks like she's wrong. Right. And, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it'll look like. Yes. And race does factor into you it. You know, and I don't want to pull up such a hot button issue right now. But if you want to consider the narratives that we're probably referencing here, you think about a black person getting pulled over by a white police officer mm-hmm. and didn't really do much wrong, had a broken taillight. Right. Sure. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, OK, I'm being racially profiled right now. I'm being mm-hmm. pulled over. And they're upset about it. And then the the, the white cop is like, okay, can you please step out of the vehicle? Had it been a white person, they wouldn't have had to step out the goddamn vehicle. Mm -hmm. So they're they're kind of goading. They're kind of pushing. And if I was that person in the car, I'd be like, no, I'm not going to step out of the vehicle. I'm going to stand up for myself. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden then, they look like the angry angry black person. Then they're Mm -hmm. angry and they should have just done what they were told. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to do just, I'm going to call out when something wrong is happening to me and that doesn't mean that I'm this angry black person it means I'm actually standing up for a history yeah of wrongness and this was a really good opportunity for the vixen to do that because the situation that you point out to stand up for yourself can be fatal yep whereas in this situation obviously it's it the stakes aren't as high right but 
the stakes are high in a different way because it's on this larger platform. Mm-hmm. And she's realizing that this is happening in front of so many people who aren't even going to realize the racial bias that right. they have about this. Right. You know and, what I mean? And, right. And then she will get dragged. And mm-hmm. her, her, her as, as Monique says, like her hindrance, the hindrance of her beauty will happen. You mm-hmm. know, where like her uh, her fan following afterwards will be less mm-hmm. even yeah. more so than she just because she's a black queen which yeah. is also another reality yeah sure um, and I think to the Vic, to Monique's point it's like the the things that the vixen is pointing out here the things that she's highlighting the conversations that she's starting are so good yeah. they're so they're so right and it's just a matter of like I, I don't want to sound like Miss Cracker and say, oh, but if you could come at, if not come at people, like I'm not, I, I want to get into that in a second, but it's just like, we talked about this in the main episode. My concern is that the volume's too loud for people to hear how valuable her words are. Well, and that's what Monique says, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's like, you're coming in like at a 10 and I'm ready to attack, but that's going to hinder what is your blessing. That's mm-hmm. the quote. Yeah. Uh, um, just as a sort of counter, cause I, there's so many points of view in this. And one of the ones I want to highlight is one we don't see that, talking about Monique, she talks about having an interaction off screen with Aquaria. Oh yeah. I have that down here too. And she says, you know, we said, we talked about this. She said, you know, you made, you started to make a comment about my look. And she said, and immediately I went on the defense and, you know, and said, you know, I love you, but like sometimes you say things. She says, I sometimes don't get your sense of humor, but I love you. Yeah. And you said, my jokes don't always land well. Thank you. And I love you too. Yeah. And I thought, not for nothing, it sounds like a productive conversation. Yeah, like, oh, I knew. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that could happen. I'm not saying I want, I expect the same from the Vixen. I'm just highlighting there's different ways to have this conversation. And sometimes it has to happen the way it did between Monique and Aquaria. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it has to happen like this. Right. And I respect that. Right. Um, Especially when you're the Vixen mm-hmm. who comes from a place where you have to fight. Yeah. And you're constantly being stepped all over by white younger queens sure yeah and and now it's happening you know on national television exactly yeah um you know i uh i'm, I'm just kind of looking at my notes because we've, we've talked about that you've created a narrative um i think that moment in there where the vixen points at the cameras it was almost a little chilling it was like mm. oh i don't think i've seen drag race get this real in a while right there's different little times when drag race gets super real i think the, the first thing i can think of is season seven when katya and miss fame talk about being sober oh in in this race we've we've seen for me it was uh i mean i'm gonna go back to season one mm-hmm. it was when uh oh, angina mm-hmm. had the breakdown on the runway after she won mm-hmm. came out as hiv positive yeah yeah absolutely that was like that's when i'm like oh i don't think the producers knew this was coming yeah yeah, um, and and we've seen I think I think of Alyssa seeing the video from her father in Untucked. Sure. That felt very real, even though those moments can be kind of manufactured. That sure. felt real. Um, there's been those moments where it's been humanity. Um, this is not just seeing like the pathos of these queens. Mm-hmm. This is like oh, this is this is this is implicating everyone. Yeah. This is implicating the camera. I don't think it's you know exploitative I mean? on these queens now. I no. think it is like. Oh yeah, turn it all around. Yeah, right. The fact that she points at the cameras, I was like, oh, oh my god, this is a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I just found that really interesting, and it really brought up this concept of the optics that I, I, I don't know. I'm going to put a pin in as a as a lens to see things in in the future with Drag Race sure. is optics. Sure. Um, What's this actually looking like? Yeah, to somebody yeah. that isn't us right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I also really appreciated just. I had said this with Grizzly Kiki, but I felt like 
all of the kind of roles in this conversation were it was if this was a one act play this would be perfectly cast oh sure because monique and monet bring really important perspectives right um monet i appreciated that her perspective was saying like i respect you're not going to back down Right. I often fold. I would fold. And yeah. I respect that point of view. Yeah. Um, and Dusty as well. Dusty brings this point of view of not only has she had conflict with Aquaria, but she's the one who pops the balloon. She's the one who puts the pin in and says, what's the difference between you making a wisecrack right. and Aquaria making a wisecrack? Yeah. Or and Dixie cries. making a wisecrack. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just felt like that was a great question. And that is the question, right? Because how come we're okay with Aquaria doing it? And how come there's that trigger reaction that, oh, Vixen's angry, right. but Aquaria is just quick? Had Vixen started crying when Aquaria called out her drag, her wig, mm -hmm. what would the optics have been? You know, yeah. Ugh, would Aquaria have been this mean bully or would it have been like, Vixen, why are you crying right now? Take it. Right, right. I thought you were so tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good question. If, if it was switched what would we what would, what we would the optics be yeah yeah you know like mm -hmm. would she have come off as uh she can't take it mm -hmm. you know or oh she's coming off as like feeling bad for herself you right. know right yeah who knows what they how how she would need to be framed to kind right. of tell that story yeah um i think you know i i i agree with monet i appreciate that the vixen is standing her ground I want to talk about Miss Cracker in this, in terms of characters in the story. Oh, sure. I want to talk about Miss Cracker. Yeah, it's a problem. Um, because I don't know, I'm willing to admit that there are times in my life where I have been that white person. It, it, you know, I may have not acted on it, but I've thought it, you know, of like that perspective of like, oh, like, couldn't you all, couldn't you get along to get along? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Go along to get along, whatever the expression is. Well, it's different when Monique says it and then when somebody like Cracker says exactly. it. Exactly. I right? have that note that it's one thing. The optics of that are different. Yep. Well, and Monique is saying it very differently. Yeah. Monique is, is trying to hold a mirror to the vixen and say, I just want you to know what this looks like and how this might not be helping you. And I need you to see that. And it's compassionate and it's not casting judgment. Well, she also, I mean, not for nothing, but she... I don't think she necessarily says that that specifically. She just, uh, she starts the conversation with, I would really like it if y'all hoes learned to play nice and work with each other. Mm -hmm. She doesn't necessarily say, like, look at what you're doing until later. But mm -hmm. the conversation starts, it's like, can't we just be nice? Like, yeah. can't, can't you guys figure this out? Like, figure mm -hmm. this out. I see that as a first line of defense of, like, starting with that of, like, can yeah. we just resolve this? Yeah. Because it's, I think that she's not seeing this as the larger thing sure. that Vixen's seeing. Not yeah, yet. yeah. Right. Um, and that when it becomes the bigger conversation, that's when Monique kind of takes to this place of like, she starts to have those optics conversations. Yeah. Um, I just think that then for Cracker to say, can can I just request that you can you come back at people at a five? Don't escalate. This is hard as it is. I like. I just think she should have kept her mouth shut. Yeah. I really sometimes do. sometimes white people need to shut up and listen. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I think her intention was fine. Like she feels uh, appear to these queens and she's like, look, I'm in this discussion, too. I'm yeah. here, too. I'm going to chime in. I'm going to say, you know what? I've seen this before. Mm -hmm. Can we just chill out? Like, this is really hard. We're all under a lot of pressure. It's mm -hmm. like, well, OK, listen. Don't get involved right now. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, like th this is not, that's not what but this I'm is But I'm glad about. that she did kind of chime in because it gave Vixen a chance to be like, that's a hard ass no. Mm -hmm. That's like saying when someone comes at you, just handle it more politely. Oh, that Which was, is a yeah. problem. That happens all the time. Yeah, I'm glad. She's like, why should I? I have no reason. Yeah. And she's like, being a 10 is what got me here. Yeah. 
And I think was probably what gotten her through a lot of things in life. Yep. I mean, I'm going to assume because she's very attached to staying at a 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that I was glad that Cracker said all that, if only to hear that response from Vixen, because right. that is a truth. It's yeah. like being told, like, you know, could you could you just tone it down? Could you just make can you this, code switch? Could you code switch so that we feel better about this? Right. And think about us, not you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that's that's valid. And I'm glad that happened because I think it. I think the part of me that would agree with Cracker got checked. Of like, oh yeah, you're right. Why should you quiet? Why is no one going? Well, I guess they started to in this, but I mean, Aquaria, just apologize. Mm-hmm. Aquaria, leave it alone. Can yeah. you just, you know, you, you, or if you don't want to apologize, just shut up. Stop talking. Yeah. I mean, they all kind of really come in Aquaria, right? You mm-hmm. have Dusty, uh, who's you know reading her with how they were before the show, mm-hmm. um, which I wasn't expecting. Um, and you know, she's like rewinding before a drag race. Yeah. I can't call you a friend. Like yeah. that's probably hard. I mean, I feel in a, in a similar way. This was like all of the queens coming at Laganja at once. Yeah. Yeah. And Laganja being like, I'm having a paradigm shift. Right. And Aquaria right. is the same way. She's like, this is too much. I can't think about myself right now. I have yeah. to think about all of you. I, I'm only thinking about me right now, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, I, It can be like it a pylon, like more is not going to like help her see it. You know what I mean? Like right. pylon, piling on isn't going to help her get it. Yeah, but I mean, Cracker piles on. She's like, Aquaria, you go to people sometimes just to set them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when Monique brings up her thing. She's like, yeah, you even come from me. It's yeah. just like, girl, chill yeah. out. Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately and unfortunately, this is all filmed, mm-hmm. and they're all in this room together, and that's what reality TV is, right? Right, right. yeah. Um, it has to all. It has to be a pile on because we need it all to happen in this exactly. scene. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then she cries. She yeah. cries or she breaks down or... She puts on some defense, whether you think she cried or not. Right. Um, and yeah, she she stops the conversation by having her own emotions because that's probably worked for her in the past. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking like way back to when she was five or four. Yes. Yes. You know what that's I mean? That's where this stuff starts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and you know, she's, she cries and then Vixen's like, you know, this is, this is exactly where it is. You know, oh, now I yeah. look like a fucking bitch. Yeah. When she says that thing about like, she's like, oh, with the fucking tears. Yeah. You know, so with gross. the fucking tears. It's so gross. I, you know, I, I don't think she's saying that tears are gross. No, she's saying this. She's saying this the response, optics. the op, this thing that I did this and now you're crying. No, I was going to get in her. trouble. I'm yeah. so glad that we got to see that frustration because I think that that's valid to just highlight that. I think it's so – I think so often we just see a, a queen crying and we're all supposed to just back off. And it's like I am not about attacking people when they're down. Right. But that's not what the situation was. Right. And, right. and what the Vix, what Aquaria was trying to do was like stop, stop. I don't want you to make this point anymore because I don't like it. But the point was not be done being made. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean – it's hard for me to to like lift out of the drama right now and just say all of this would have been solved. None of this would have happened if hurt people stopped hurting people. Wow. You know what I mean? And I know that's it's like very easy to say, but mm-hmm. like sometimes I feel like our default to being hurt is this comedic shade mm-hmm. that when you're young, you don't really know how to do and you don't know when to do it. Yeah. Um, and we just start picking on others, you know, mm-hmm. and and we don't know who the fuck we're about to pick on. And, and, and that's a problem. I think this whole idea about being petty and being shady is a, has turned into a defense mechanism mm-hmm. and it's not, uh, it's not positive. It's actually not communicating. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I'm just going to be shady to you because I don't really like you. Yeah. Well, you know, as opposed to like your friend and reading your friend being like, 
girl, what was that wig? You mm-hmm. know? I mean, it doesn't help that a lot of reading that, you know, particularly younger people, but everyone now, it all happens on the internet. There's no context. There's no tone. Right. There's right. no, I mean, that's, there's so much, there's so much nuance with reading. And we, we see that in the fact that Asia is making the same joke about the wig that Aquaria did, but yep. the nuances were different. Right. But in the internet, a lot of that gets scraped away. And so people just like, they just go for like what's on the surface, which is just mean things. Yeah. Um, there's no tone. And so I think that informs it too. You know, communication is key. Mm-hmm. And I think we've said this time and time again, communication is key and it's it's a skill. Uh, and you know, this stuff isn't just on drag race. Yeah. People aren't communicating where they're coming from. They're mm-hmm. not showing their vulnerability yeah. because it's scary to, and mm-hmm. you've been attacked before. And, um, it, it would just be so much easier if we came at people with in from a place of love rather than fear and and I feel like you have Aquaria who gets called out by the vixen because Aquaria is a certain way mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden she has this like thing against the vixen and the vixen now has this thing against Aquaria because Aquaria has this thing against the vixen and it's just like girls like why don't you guys talk about this right now? Why are you feeling that way, Aquaria? Why are you feeling that way, Vixen? Mm-hmm. Use your words and find a common ground. You're both very smart. Yeah. I think because fear is a very addictive drug that we don't, it's like sugar. You don't even know you're addicted to it. You know right. what I mean? It's like Katya talks about that, like having a, an addiction to anxiety. Right. Like fear is, I mean, we're addicted to it because we believe it. Yeah. We, I, oh, yeah. I buy fear based thoughts. 10 times out of nine sure. before I buy, you know, love based. And thoughts. as Monique says, like, that's your perception, right? It's mm-hmm. your own shit that is creating all of that fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why so many people are on the defense. And when you're someone like the Vixen, it seems like you have to be on the defense a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's another yeah. habit of mind. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a, a mode of survival. Yeah. And I think the Vixen is going to grow from this conversation as well from yeah. her triumph and her way of standing up for herself and being validated by so many people on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that in these situations and the way that they happen in real life, like, you know, what what we've heard, kind of heard or what I think Miss Cracker has talked about on social media is that this conversation was a lot longer. They did really come to a, a resolution. Yeah, right. I'm sure we'll see some of it discussed in the next episode. Yeah. Um, Do we want to talk about that briefly? I mean, Aquaria came out and said that uh, in, in a post. Yeah. I mean, she had posted that, like, you know, we we have we have resolve things we've we've talked about this we this is very much an issue and and you know it's great that it came up and it was highlighted but like this is not a reason to be attacking anybody yeah like, she's like i'm not good at communicating with people yeah. this is you know this is a problem of mine that i've realized and the optics are very real mm-hmm. and then even after that post fans were still spewing hate on behalf of aquaria and aquaria had to come back and say yeah. like some of y'all still don't fucking get it yeah and it 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 that is very dejecting for me to see as a fellow fan where I'm like, oh, even even if Valentina had told them to stop sending mm-hmm. death threats to Nina Bonina Brown, yeah. they still wouldn't have. I, because it's deeper than just supporting a queen. Yeah. It's about being validated in terms of your fucking racism. Mm-hmm. And it's also sometimes paired with Oh, I'm gonna get attention for this. Oh, they'll notice sure. me. They want to get yelled at by right. their by these queens because they just want attention. Yep. I mean the the they want to goad them. You know. Yeah. The the illness that you have to have to have the to make the decision to spread hate on the internet to be one to make the choice that oh I'm gonna go be awful. If you're that fucked up, you're not gonna hear 
an Instagram post telling you that this is not a real thing. Right. You're too far gone and your only hope is Darwinism. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't have time for those people. Yeah. We've talked about this, oh, about this before. God. I don't have compassion for those people. I don't want what to do you reach want out the to them. What do you want to do? Feel sad and cry and, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I am a piece of garbage. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what are you expecting? There's, there's nothing you You're can give those people. You're expecting hate back. You're mm-hmm. expecting more violence. You're expecting for them to threaten you. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Stop trying to make violence happen. It's not going to happen. Gretchen yeah yeah. Um, yeah no I just I don't there's no reasoning with those people right no I it, right there's block only, mute done yep napalm I don't care um, yeah I just uh, it's I don't know I think it's one of those things where it's just it it's an unending stream sure so long as there's comment sections sure you know yeah um, and, and I like that Aquaria is coming out outside of the show I do hope that it happens on the show though yeah yeah I mm-hmm. do hope that happens because, it be, I, it, yeah. because seeing resolution, as much as we don't want TV to be teaching kids how to act and behave, yeah. oftentimes it is. And if we see that those resolutions can happen, though we can move forward. Yeah. Oh, I feel like if this is the last we hear of this story, it's a waste because there's it's seeing the conclusion, seeing the final act of this, at least within the show, uh-huh. would be great. It'd be, yeah. just be a new story. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was, uh, this was real. I mean, I, the last note I really had about it was like the best thing that Aquaria could do was just say yes and shut up and just, you know, accept that. And I could recognize, cause I haven't been a hard on Aquaria this, this episode. I recognize that humbling moment. I recognize the, the pride swallowing. And right. Like, where she's like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I understand that that can be hard for someone who hasn't had to do that before. And we in talk- front of, yeah, cameras in front of cameras in front of everyone else in the room in front of the millions that's watching that's hard for an adult let alone a 21 year old yeah so I give credit for a little for that. queer kid you yeah. know who's probably been fucked up since you know what I mean who has not had to do this before necessarily right. certainly not on this scale right I wouldn't want somebody to be filming me when I fuck up for the yeah. first time you know what I mean yeah and so God. we we talked about this in the main episode but like you have to be willing to let people grow yeah because isn't that what we want isn't what we're right. all like oh people need to learn and grow and then when they try to it's like not good enough and you can still be gagged by Aquarius drag and yeah. you can still root for her and mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're a racist it doesn't mean that you're not team vixen it doesn't mean that yeah you can still see Aquaria for the artist that she is mm-hmm. but what's so beautiful about this show is that we also get to see queer people go through a journey and get to see them and express their stories and where they are and that includes ignorance yeah that includes not being able to communicate that includes depression yeah yeah and and what i love about the fact that it's happening on drag race and sister mary claire highlighted this she messaged us with really like the way that these looks informed this conflict you know aquaria this quote-unquote wounded bird right. you know with the tears already Ugh. painted on right. painted, on. painted on um and then here is the vixen the peacock showing her true colors sure um and being loud and proud about it yeah um, and I just thought, oh, that's the, that's what's great about Drag Race. There's all these amazing stories being told, and then they're in these fucking costumes yeah. that are just like matching that. Right. Best right. show you on have television. The, you have the white bird, the yeah. peaceful dove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's just again, if this was a, a one act play, Ugh. Pulitzers. Sure. Yeah. It's just sure. so perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pulitzers. Um, the fact that there's a character named Miss Cracker who's trying to be a white person telling a black person to calm down <laughs> is just like good writing. <laughs> it's just like spot on satire. Who else was in the room? It was um, Dusty. It was Dusty, Monique, Monet, Aquaria, obviously Cracker, 
uh, the Vixen. Um, and that was it. And that was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, six. Yeah. Six yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it was a it's an interesting mix. Yeah. I mean, uh, the other girls come in. I think the kind of the conversation shifts to Monique and Mayhem, right? This idea that Mayhem kind of threw Monique under the bus. Yeah. And what I loved Monique was like, I'm gonna check my tone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I love you. Yeah. I really hope this whole like Monique is too aggressive thing. Like I just don't, I'm, I don't want that to become a storyline. Sure. Like, I'm just like, no, it's also like, guys, can we like, can we not tell that story? Like we just stopped. We just broke one stereotype. Mm-hmm. Could we not like attack an assertive black queen for right. being aggressive? Right. Cause like, I just feel, I don't know. I just feel like we guys, guys. Yeah. Another direction. Sure. Tell a different story. Sure. Not yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also not true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the problem. Right. Yeah. Right. Do not come for her. Um, Donut come for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a ton of notes after that because it was just like. Yep. That was. I mean, I thought um, we hear we see you. Yes. Uh, she's very upset. She's, yeah. You know. She's really sad. When she was reading that note, oh, no. yeah. she was crying. Yeah, I was like, like oh, oh, girl, get her this a is tissue. Yeah, this yeah, is she's, get her tissue. She's Help really her out. feeling it. Um, she did say in her Whatcha Packin' that she was going to do Jackie Chan yeah. for Snatch Game, which I thought, well, that could have gone one of two ways. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like we've already, we've had so many hot button issues to talk about this season. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for like <laughs> that. <laughs> That yeah, but who oh, knows? Like I'm, I'll man. take it. But you know what I mean? It's oh, like man. between the Rue interview and this, yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah, what else? Oh, yeah, yeah, heavy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I sure, think that these conversations sure. should be had. Yeah, uh, that's why we started the goddamn yeah. podcast. No, Mary. I know it's just like whoa, <laughs> like it's just like. Yeah, you just kind of want to lighten up just for a minute. Yeah, I feel you. Just a sip of fun soup. Well, I mean, yeah, and you, you, you hope for another Asia and Monet exchange. Yes, yes. Literally exchange. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it was it was cute to see, like, Yuha, you know, she was saying, immigration, immigration. Oh, yeah, she I was know, doing all those Asian stereotypes. Yeah, yeah. I know some people, I, I don't know if, I think that she's very self-aware mm-hmm. of her jokes. She's very much trying to make, quote, unquote, racist jokes. Uh-huh. Um, but I think there's always a wink. And we call I think, them racial jokes. Yeah, racial jokes. Yeah. yeah, there's always a wink. And I think like, I don't know. I'm okay with that. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I did write that she's a weirdo. Mm. And I love that. I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. And I love you for that. And I love you for that. <laughs> um, I mean, I had just a couple of little, I know that was that was probably a big chunk of nuance, but no, I had a couple of updates I wanted to mention. Uh-huh. I finally started watching <gasps> both Dragula oh! and Dragula's oh! Thailand. Oh, oh! Yes. Oh. I, or as Diane Keaton would say, oh, 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 yeah. oh. <laughs> 28 times in one movie. <laughs> um, so I watched like the first four episodes, I think, of Dragula. Oh, good for you. And okay. I think. Do I, you love Apora? Oh, wow. Yeah. Her drag is great. Ugh. I mean, Bitch Puddin is certainly. I mean, I know who wins. I know. I, uh, I you know. Yeah, but no I don't spoilers. Know, I mean, I don't know the top three, I think, um, but I, I know who wins. Um, oh, my God. They're, yeah. Colin? It's really. Yeah. Victoria Elizabeth Black. Oh, wow. Like, she's incredible. She is. She's who, if I had to pick the winner, it yeah. probably would have gone to her. Oh, next level drag. Because yeah. I just saw the one where she was the alien giving birth. That's oh, my what, God. <laughs> and I was like, this is. Un- Wait till the best episode for me was the Western. 
Oh, I that was I saw that one with the ghost. Oh my god! Yeah, where a Abor- Abora played that black and white like cartoon. Yes, ghost. so yeah. great. And and then Victoria Elizabeth Black <gasps> lit the thing on oh, fucking fire. That was incredible. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, really. How much do you love the Boulay Brothers for their just? They're just. They seem so not on stage. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean sometimes I skip through like the opening bits, the little like. Oh okay. I'm like okay guys, whatever. I think they're funny. Yeah, it's fine. Like I think I just skipped through the last one. I was like, ah, oh, it's getting a little long. Um, but the I mean, just the the art. Artistry, the level of drag. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's yeah. very it, it's creepy and it's gross yeah, it's, and all it's that. It's sci-fi, yeah, yeah or horror. Like, yeah. You compare this to to some of the best looks on the runway at drag race, and there's no comparison. Well, I think that, you know, this could be on this why can't some of this stuff be on the runway? Sure, it would Sharon just look, needles. Yeah, yeah, it would just look weird with the, you know, aesthetics of the runway. Yeah, yeah. I mean you know? but I mean, yeah, the 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 level of detail. I mean, yeah, just and you know what? Somebody pointed out to me: you don't see on Dragula, you rarely see them out of drag, mm-hmm. and so that's you, been interesting. Yeah, yeah, so you don't really get to connect with them too much as these these boys. Yeah, yeah, um, I know because I keep thinking: is bitch putting really Sasha Bell underneath that? <laughs> Very similar. You know what I mean? Oh God, which would be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's okay. I'm okay with that. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, there's certainly drama that gets aired out in yeah. the quote unquote workroom when they're putting on makeup. Oh, but like, you don't yeah. really see them before the makeup. They're even in the confessionals. Mm-hmm. They're in their makeup. No. Yeah. Like. Yeah. They're. There's so always. It's an interesting choice. There's like day drag. Of yeah. Sort. I um, wonder if they're doing that for budget reasons that they don't have time to film those confessionals when they're out of drag. Oh yeah, because I was thinking about that. Like, they do they just film all these confessionals in one? Yeah. Yeah. One fell swoop yeah because right. they're just all in their intricate drag yeah um you know i some of the stories that are getting told in drag like dolly's story oh, dolly. about being hiv positive mm-hmm. and then touring unmedicated for a year right and talking about not having health insurance and getting incredibly sick i was like oh that's that's a that's a story that happens very often sure. that we're not hearing on drag race right. i was like oh shit that's right. real right um and so that was really interesting yeah i'm 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 into it. I'm very much into it. Bitch, get into it. Yeah, bitch, put and get into it. So I'm, I'm enjoying that. And then Thailand. I've watched the first two episodes. How of much Dra- do you love Biella? Oh, Biella. I love all of them. I, I love know, right? All of them. I can't believe how much I love them. I love <laughs> Biella. I love. Um. Oh my god. I mean, obviously. Uh, anime Wong. Anime, oh, it's anime just Wong! Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> but all of them are. I mean, all of them. There was another one. There's another one that I love. Um, oh, I love Jaja. I think that he's oh. really smart, uh, really creative. Um, they're all great. But and and can I just say the hosts? The things I want to do to Pan Pan. <laughs> he's so hot. Like I can't. Eat, and he's like. I don't want to say not my type in, in terms of he's like very extroverted. Like that's not really my type, okay. but like, fuck, is he hot? <laughs> pan, pan, Jesus. Uh, I love. I like Amadiva. Oh, I yes. Oh yeah. Amadiva. I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me who the, cause like Bunny B Fly just went home. Oh, spoilers. Yes. Bunny B Fly. The first one to go home was uh, Mini Minaj. Oh, I was surprised. I thought she yeah. was. I thought she that was That was a surprising be... elimination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Petra. Oh, yes. Do you uh-huh. remember her? Yes, yeah, she, yes. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to find, oh, the oldest queen is- Oh, um, Natalia Pliacom? Yes, Pliacom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with her right now. She is fierce as fuck. But she is, and you think that she's going to be this, like, no. dud. No, she's like a Bianca Del Rio yeah. in that sense. Yeah, yeah she could... knows exactly what's happening. What a, yeah, what a kook. Yeah, <laughs> Natalia Pliacom. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> then there's um, oh Morrigan. She's a weirdo. Oh Morrigan. Yeah. yeah. And then Dearest Doll. Oh, I like her. I yeah. think. I think I like Dearest Doll. Yeah. I mean, she's fun. She kind of reminds me of Manila. Oh, out, I see. Out of drag, she has yeah. the same kind of personality. Oh, I see. What you mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And that's it. Is that everybody? Yep, that's oh, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Jaja. I mentioned Jaja. Yeah. yeah. There's only ten. Yeah. I I really I think they're all really charming and really fun to watch. Um, Eleven. One, two, three, four. I think there's five, ten of them in total. Yeah, ten. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, so I'm two episodes in. I I love the theme song. I love their. It, it's not like anything special. It's just like really catchy. Did you get to the episode where RuPaul? Is speaks to them? No, I've only seen the first two. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I see. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the fact that they lip sync to the whole song. Yes. And the runway is a production, and I love how the judges just lose their shit. Yeah. They're like, yeah. yes, you better work, <laughs> bitch. Like that is my kind of show. Um, I do like the host. Yeah. I think that he's. I think that he, she, whatever, is fun. Um, I thought it was so funny how the first episode there was such an emphasis on like, now go get some rest. Like they get so much oh. rest, and it was like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I can't wait to recap the season with you yeah i'm very excited about it okay drag race thailand if you're not just go on daily motion and just search it oh who's listening all right no i'm just saying like it'll get taken down i think if we share it too much i mean it should be seen it's gonna eventually be on wow presents plus oh really yeah oh wow yeah presents (laughs) plus yeah oh wow presents plus yeah so but i just i it's great it's so good don't write it off and the subtitles i mean it's like you get used to it yeah Um, it's like any foreign film yeah they're so charming right these performers so yeah i'm sorry it took me this long mary's but like one of my favorite quotes is come through see through What? They say it uh, not in English, but oh. like it's come through, see through, like when you're wearing like a sheer garment. Oh, I don't. Was that early on? I don't remember. No, you uh, haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, well, I, sorry. I'm not going to guess. Sorry, Mary. Yeah. That's how they say it in Canada. Yeah, sorry. Sure, sorry. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I think that was maybe all that I had for nuance. Like, that right. was a big update. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's huge. Mary. Yeah. That's so huge. my sense, like once, you know, we recap it, I feel like we'll be able to do it in like four parts. You know oh, what I mean? I like just in terms of like, we're, I don't think we're going to go like, like knee deep into the episode, every episode each week. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that kind of nuance is there, uh-huh. um, but I'm excited to celebrate these Queens. Yeah. 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 Me too. So, um, I guess, you know, keep up with uh, the other things going on, right? Katya's podcast, certainly. Mm-hmm. Whims- Whimsically Volatile is another one to check out. Yeah, what do you... People have been asking about us about that. What do you think of that? So I... Uh, all honest uh, opinions. This has been a crazy week for me, um, but uh, I've only listened to the first maybe ten minutes of the Lady Bunny episode, mm-hmm. um, and it was basically just Katya laughing while Bunny was just giving jokes. Yes, and yeah. I was like fine with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, but I uh, there's a few projects at work going on right now that are just like absolutely crazy that I can't listen to. Uh, uh, anything while mm-hmm. I'm working on them. Yeah. Um. So it's just been tricky, and I've had a lot of outside gigs going on. And I'm anyway. I'm not making excuses, but you know, this takes up time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and we've had you know we we podcasting on Friday, and you know. So anyway, so it's yeah. happening. It's yeah. all happening. This weekend, um, I will be out of town. So Colin and I are going to do another hot take episode. Yes. Of this next week, uh, Drag Race coming up. So mm-hmm. we will be dropping our episode. Thursday night. Yes. Um, so it won't be any nuance, but like you will get an episode immediately. So yeah. there's a nice trade off. Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, while we're on the topic of podcasts, I do want to say I have been listening to Whimsically Volatile. Okay. And I've listened to all the episodes. Sure. Um, 
I really enjoyed the episode with Lady Bunny. I think that she is, if you haven't listened to this podcast, that is the episode to start with because okay. Lady Bunny is everything. She is the smartest person in the room. Mm. Trust me. Right. Uh, and she's so fucking funny. Yeah. I just love Lady Bunny. Yeah. Um, I, I do find the podcast a little... Um, Something in my gut doesn't feel great about it. Okay. Um, I'm I'm feeling it. It does feel very manic, and I just think that that Katya has essentially once she said in the first episode that like people didn't really know what was going on with her because they thought she was just acting her kooky self. It's hard to not see what the difference is now. Oh, I see. Um, I, it's not for me to. It's not for me to uh, assign where somebody's at in their mental health journey. It's not, I'm not trying to kind of diagnose anything, Yeah, but I, I will say I'm not the only person who I've heard have this opinion that okay. it can be very difficult oh, I see. to listen to this. If you have a certain sensitivity oh, I see. or a certain experience. Yeah. And so I feel like, um, jury's still out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was just listening to the most recent episode and I honestly had to stop listening because oh. it was a little too manic. Oh, and okay. it's like, it's not, it gets to a point where I don't, it wasn't entertaining for me anymore. Mm. And it was a little like, um, is it? Cause she has this co-host Craig, who's very much the, the literally the, the straight man and all. And he's, you know, he plays along with her, but he's very much the proxy for the audience. Okay. And there's this sense of like, mm, is he, what's he seeing? I don't know. I just, I, I, I wish I could engage with you right now. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. So uh, maybe we'll put it in this conversation yeah. and save it for another time. But I'd love um, to hear from other Marys who are maybe yeah. having the same feeling. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, i trying to think what else is uh, out there right now. Um, obviously Monet is putting out a lot of content. Uh, yeah, her with, Reddit uh, her, response yeah, Her Reddit response videos yeah. and she has um, the Street Beats. Oh, street uh, Beats. And she has the podcast with Bob. Oh yeah, sibling rivalry. Rivalry. Yeah. I haven't listened to it. Really yet. funny. Yeah, and really think, funny. You could watch it. Too. Yeah, they have a video version. Yeah, yeah. no, I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, they work great together. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, Mary's. You know, if you are, you know, lacking drag content, go out to your local drag bar. Mm. Find it. Yeah. Find it somewhere. Yeah. Um, you will be able to find it. And if you can't find it, watch Paris is Burning. Yeah. You know, find these these videos online and watch performances. Mm. Um, because you to be can, honest, that's how I watch a lot of drag. I don't. I don't go like I. My intention this summer is to go see a lot of drag, but uh-huh. like I typically don't go to drag bars or I don't go to see a lot of drag in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, YouTube is is a wealth. Of drag, sure. and you could you could support uh, queens by if you don't go to drag bars to tip them, you can buy their merch, you can buy yeah. their albums, you can, you know, send them love in some way, mm-hmm. you know, because not yeah. everybody has a lot of money, not everybody is around drag bars, you know, to yeah. just easily go to, uh, but there's a lot of ways where you can uh, you can consume drag content. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's just we're in an age of so much drag. I also just saw the clip of was Ada Vox on. Uh, American Idol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's hard for me to get into American Idol. Well, but I'm I mean, not watching the show. I just saw a clip of her singing okay, got it. by Radiohead. Oh, great. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that song is, uh, we've talked about that with mm-hmm. the soundtrack of The Social Network. Mm-hmm. With uh, the trailer, they use that song. Mm-hmm. That song is a very queer uh, has a very queer aesthetic. Yeah. There's a, actually a beautiful video that somebody made using the the girls' choir version of it mm-hmm. that uses dolls. Oh, cool! And uh, it's really dark and mm-hmm. really amazing, and a total commentary on um, 
the need to fit in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's certainly a part of the queer experience. So for her to sing that song is huge. On American Idol. Yeah. I mean, yeah, on ABC. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Britta Filter often sings that at karaoke that she mm-hmm. hosts at pieces. Yeah. Uh, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, you know, we talk about this whole idea of, like, drag becoming mainstream. And, I mean, like, the fact that there is there's a drag queen on American Idol yeah. singing her heart out and she's like killing it. Right. Like it's not just oh she's in a dress she's in a dress. Right. I mean, granted, I saw the clip on Facebook. I made the mistake of looking at the comments oh. and then I stopped. That's hard, Mary. Uh, yeah. It's like looking at the underbelly of a rock. Ugh, it's like that is I get into this place like, oh god, I hate the world. You know, yeah. you just go to that place. Yeah, you have to stop. Uh, yeah, because it's just gross. There's positivity, right? We have to look at the helpers, right, Mr. Yeah. Rogers? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there were lots of, you know, comments responding and saying someone was like, Well, this this performance shouldn't be on American Idol. It should be like in a in a drag bar. And someone said, Well, drag queens typically lip sync and she's singing, so I think she's in the right place. Sure. <laughs> So fabulous. Yeah. Clap back. Yeah. Clap back. Yeah. 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 No, I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we have somebody, I think it was Dan, the squirrel man. Maybe he sent us, uh, the clip of Derek Barry oh, at the haters wow. roast. All of the clips of the haters roast are great. If mm-hmm. you weren't able to go Trixie's is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then there's one very unfortunate one of Derek Barry. It's a little long and yeah. it's not that funny. So if you want to just watch like the first four minutes or maybe even two minutes, like you can, you, you'll get all you need. Yeah. It's funny. And then you kind of like, you see a shot of like Trixie just being over it. And you're right. like, Oh, I think I'm over it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you start to realize, Oh, this went long. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. But you know, well, it's out there. It's something yeah. to consume. Yeah. Something yeah, to watch. Totally. Yeah. Um, well, I got nothing else for you, Mary. I think that's all I got. I think, uh, you know, we have talked about this episode more than we've ever talked about an episode of Drag Race. Sure. Considering we talked about it on two podcasts. Yeah. The first podcast was two hours, and then we had an hour and a half episode for the main episode, and mm-hmm. this one's uh, edging on an hour. So. Yeah. So I think that the tank is empty. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> uh, but... You know, great episode. Yeah, love this season so far. Oh my god, I'm loving season ten. Yeah, I really like. I know some of like. Who's farm- your top three now, Mary? Um, I was gonna say I know that Farmer's Musical was a little uneven. I know this challenge was a little uneven, but the queens. It's all about the fucking sure. queens. Yeah, my top three. Um, I mean, oh, I mean, you know, it's Monet, it's Monique, it's Asia, it's Dusty, it's. I mean, uh, I could see Blair surprising me. I could see. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could see Miss Cracker, you know, showing up. I mean, who knows? Even Aquaria. But like the where my heart is, obviously Monique, Monique Monet, and I think it's, it's Asia. Asia now. Asia. It's always been Asia, and Monique, and uh, I think it's either going to be Monet or Cracker. There's going to be a New York Queen in yeah. the top three. I I see what you mean. I could see Monet maybe not making top three yeah. potentially, but I mean being a star sure. you know what i mean oh, like for sure like no concerns about her career no i think way. everyone's just in love with her. oh my god yeah and if not what's wrong with yeah you. yeah yeah check out those street beats you will oh. fall in love with her yeah i'm glad the marys who checked it out and let us know like i'm so glad people fell in love with it because it's it's yeah i mean Ugh. when when monet and i get married and then we just <laughs> show those clips and i you know it's just gonna be really special she'll sing for you at the wedding i can't <laughs> I'm gonna be like that little chocolate bar she's singing to in the mini challenge. <laughs> I can't wait. White chocolate. Uh, sure. <laughs> Cookies and cream. Yeah. Chunky. <laughs> yeah. Hey. With chock full of nuts. Yeah, with yeah. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Marco brings the rings down the yeah, aisle. The, oh, God. Dare to dream. Dare to dream. Ugh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh mm. God! Yeah. Who will who will officiate the wedding? Who's your dream officiant? Oh, Monique Hart. I guess Monique Hart. If Michelle wants to do Sasha it, Sasha Valor. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah, and yeah. I I mean. I'd love a whole bevy of New York queens there. I'd love to see, you know, a, a chorus of like Peppermint and uh, maybe who know who else? Who else sings? Who cares? I want I want Nick and Amanda from Squirrel Friends to reenact their Alyssa Coco yes. and uh, can I get an amen? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I certainly want Grizzly Kiki there yeah. to just uh, podcast about the whole thing. Right, right. And I want them to make my dress. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh. And then at the last minute, I'll just leave and run away with Sarge. I don't know. Oh or if God. I marry Sarge, I'll leave and run away with Monet. There you go. Either way, it's Why just. Why don't you gonna... marry all of them, you know? You're right. I... Derek Barry. Why don't I just take a page from his book? Exactly. Thrupple it up, man. Thrupple it up. Couple of bald heads. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I I never knew oh, it. It's a thing for bald guys. God, oh my right, God. That's fine. You know, I'm sure Nick Kachanov from Squirrel Friends is clapping his heart out He's right doing now. Bald is beautiful. It is. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Oh, my we God. We talked about Color of Night a few weeks yes. ago. So I think he had receding hair in that, but it didn't make a difference to me. No. Yeah. Um, no yeah. Way. No way, Mary. No way, Mary. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's all we got. Anyway, that's all I got. Well, Marys, I hope that you have a fantastic week. If you have any more thoughts on nuance or anything about this episode, please reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary or reach out to us via email at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. Okay, Mary, or find us on the web at AllRightMary.com. Right. And if you're a Mary who listens to Nuance, you might be a Mary who likes bonus episodes, which <gasps> means that you could head over to patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, yeah. um, which would make give you access to a bonus episode every week. Hello. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, you know the drill about iTunes. You know. You know what I'm going to tell you. Five stars. Nice review. You know. <laughs> you got this. Thanks, Mary. <laughs> you know how to do that. Remember <laughs> really from, from Country Queens when Kathy and Jimmy oh, tells Oh, yeah. You know how to do that. Yeah. She was the sexiest thing in the world. You know how to do that. You know how to do that, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. You and I both know. You and I both know. All right, Marys, we hope you have a fantastic week. And thanks again for trucking through all of these this content and, and taking the dive with us. You we got appreciate so much it. Mary this yeah, week. We're into it. Thanks so much. And uh, we hope you have a great week again. Bye.